Hey, what's up, guys? It's JC Sportcast. I'm here in my first ever podcast. So in today's podcast, I want to keep it a little bit simple today and talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, where I think they're going to go this season, how far are they going to make any trades before the trade deadline? Uh, Kyle Dubas has got some moves to make potentially and the WWE and where I think they're going to go with WrestleMania and how I think this WrestleMania match card will shape up against the rest. So getting straight into things, guys, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs currently sit top of the North Division, which has been a reoccurring theme this entire season. Um, They have been in a slump recently, I believe dropping five out of the last six games. Um, They are two games in hand. They are two. Winnipeg has two games in hand on Toronto, but it's four points back. So Winnipeg could potentially win those two games since the Leafs don't have a game until Saturday or Friday and Saturday, I believe. And Winnipeg could potentially tie the Leafs. So this division seemed like it was wrapped up for the Leafs early on. Um, they seem like they're really, really deeper than the rest of the teams, but suddenly it's just the, the classic Leafs. Uh, they've went down, uh, got a couple injuries, the key guys like Wayne Simmons, Nick Robertson went down, Joe Thorne went down. You know, Austin Matthews has his wrist injury, but it's not stopping him right now. He's, he's having a great season, but what do I think they're going to do? So, with the current roster, you've got Mitch Marner, who's on a, who's having a great year. He's got 39 points in 30 games. Uh, Austin Matthews, 36 points in 27 games, and he's got 21 goals. So their core players, and also John Tavares, 26 points, Neil Leonard, 24, Riley, 23, and even Hyman, 19. So their core players are stepping up. And the signing of TJ Brody, I mean, it's been a really good signing. He's stepping up. Uh, that pairing of him and Riley is a really good pairing. Then you've got Muzzin and Hole. That's a really good pairing. Hole has stepped up a lot this year. Uh, they're not really like big point getters, but they do the little things that make a difference. But um, where do I think they're going to go with this team? So with Kyle Dubis recently with his um, press conference, it seems like he's going to make a move. Now, he said most of his trade conversations have been about forwards, and this is by Chris Johnson of Sportsnet. Um, I, I would agree. I think that they would need another top six guy, maybe a guy that can play with John Tavares and William Nylander. Um, I've seen Ricard Raquel. I've heard Taylor Hall. That would be crazy. But um, I've also heard the Leafs may go after Ekholm on um, the National Predators. Now, you've got obviously the top four of Riley, Brody, Muzzin, Hall. You could say Durbin and Bogosian. And then you've got Sandy, who's NHL ready, and he's probably going to take Durbin's spot next year. So would you go for another left shot defenseman? I'm not sure if we really need it. I mean, you've got Sandy. Uh, you traded Letton in because uh, he wasn't really getting an opportunity on the team. And I don't blame them for trading him and getting a young goalie prospect who could turn out to be something. But um, Cal Dubas is also willing to trade a top prospect for the deadline. So if it is about a forward, he could trade maybe a top prospect like Lilligren um, and a couple picks and maybe like Kerfoot for a top six player, like a Raquel or a Hall. But I would say that this move about getting a forward is a good move. Um, Obviously, the Leafs are stacked on the offensive end, but adding another player like this, that would be huge to go into their top six. And um, they're going all in this year. This is this is going to be an interesting trade deadline for Kyle Dubas. Um, do I think that he pulls the trigger on a young prospect? I think he does because I don't think Tilly, Timothy Lilligren is as NHL-ready as Rasmus Sandin, as I said before. But he's got potential. He's got potential that teams could be interested in. He's a good right-handed defenseman. Um, this could be a good move depending on who the player that the Leafs go after. Um, I've seen Nick Felino and Boone Jenner 
off possibly. So Leafs are, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs are in a lot of conversation, which is a good idea. Uh, they placed VC on waivers. Um, it could be a cap. I'm pretty sure it was a cap move. So that, that was a small, smart move, but he's not really, he hasn't really fit in with the team right now. And um, now where do I think the Leafs are going to go this year if they do make a move? Um, I do think they'll make it out of the Atlantic, the Atlantic division, which is the North division now, but um, they look like the strongest team. Now, Montreal was a, looked on it as an early juggernaut, as, as, as reporters were saying, but um, do I think the Montreal Canadiens are a threat anymore? No, I don't. Um, Calgary and Montreal, I don't see as big threats to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I do see the Jets as the biggest threat. Uh, the Jets added Pierre-Luc Dubois, and he's playing well. You've got that's a great power play they've got going with Shifley, Dubois. You know, you've got Ehlers and Kyle Connor. You've got Blake Wheeler. So their core players, Pionk. You know, they've got really good core players, and their goalie. I mean, he was he was Helly was um, a big problem for the Toronto Maple Leafs. We could not score on him. Uh, they couldn't get any opportunities, and barely, barely won a few of the games. But um, He's been really good, and that's something the Leafs don't have. Um, now, with regards to Frederick Anderson, would Freddie Anderson possibly be moved? I don't think Kyle Dubas is ready to move Anderson. I mean, he is a free agent this year, so teams may not be interested in that, and he hasn't looked really good like himself. So the value for Anderson is not that sky high. Um, you could potentially just let his contract end at the end of the season and get a cheaper goalie for a cheaper average, like uh, – contract but i don't see the the trade for frederick anderson going through uh i don't think his value is high enough and i wouldn't pull the trigger i mean come playoff time he's he's not he's gonna get you a few wins if this team is playing well so i would say you don't really need to worry about goaltending uh jack campbell is injured right maybe you can get a small little move get a backup but i don't think it's a big enough move to trade frederick anderson because if you do trade Frederick Anderson, the market's not that high for him. Are you going to have two backups potentially? You're not going to have a good starter. So who's going to start come playoff time if you have two backups? Maybe like a Reimer. You got a Reimer and a Campbell. Who's going to start in the playoffs? Who's going to get the starts? Um, I think you need that one guy that's like, this is my guy. This is my guy. Like Price. I mean, Price doesn't look like himself, but that kind of player that he was. Um, I think you need someone like that. But uh, yeah, I don't see them making a move for a goalie. Uh, I do think that they do need another top six guy rather than a defenseman because you do got Sanding, you've got Bogosian, you've got Dermott. Those three you can swap between the last pairing. And if an injury goes down, you've got Rasmus Sanding to call up. Um, but yeah, another forward, that'd be, that'd be really good for this team. I mean, you've got Hyman who's on an expiring contract as well. So I can't picture Zach Hyman anywhere else. I'd love to have Hyman back on this team he's he's truly the heart and soul of this team he fights like the, the deep pucks he gets him he plays rough he's a nice gritty player he can get you points and he plays so well on this team like I cannot picture Zach Hyman anywhere else um now Kerfoot uh he's probably gonna be involved in the trade package maybe even Engvall Engvall I think could do well in the change of scenery he's really struggling but he's picked it up that third line that the Leafs got going right now he's picked it up and uh, if I take a look at the Toronto Maple Leafs' current lines, I know they've got you've got Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, which is that duo is unreal. You could even say that that's like a McDavid Dreisaitl. You've got those two with Zach Hyman, and then they've got Thornton, who is usually with Austin Matthews, and Mitch Marner. But you've got Thornton with Tavares and Nylander. 
So that's a good top six. And you still got Simmons injured, remember that. But Mikheyev, Kerfoot, and Engvall have been playing really well in that third line. Um, I like what they've been doing. Um, and then you've got Travis Boyd, who's played well. Jason Spezza, Jason Spezza. I hope he wins the cup this year. And uh, Jimmy VC right now, but he's currently on waivers. And you've got injuries to Simmons, Campbell, and Robertson. But Robertson, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in the AHL. They sent him down. He's going to come back up next year. So you don't really need a guy like Kerfoot on the team if you've got Nick Robertson, who played in the top six last year, come playoff time. So, I mean, I would personally trade Kerfoot. A team could look at him and be like, that's a third-line center. That's a second-line. Like, you know, he's playing left wing. He can play wing. So he can play it all. So I could see that teams could be interested in him. He's got good value. And, um, yeah, the goaltending, Jack Campbell out. So you've got Hutchinson and Frederick Anderson. So the goaltending, yeah, it's a problem. But I, I just don't think it's a big enough move to trade Anderson because I don't think you're going to get anything for him. Um, I mean, the goalies out there, I mean, anti Ranta, you could possibly move for him. I mean, Dubnik, I, would I do these kind of moves? No. I think Anderson's better than them. Uh, Reimer, I don't know if Reimer can be the number one guy back in Toronto. And I just think Anderson's better than them. I would stick with him, even though he hasn't looked like himself. But I don't think there's – you can name 10 goalies that are – 10, 15 goalies that are better than Frederick Anderson. Um, so that would be it for the goalies. But, um, yeah, I, I see Kyle Dubas making a move for a forward. I'm 90% sure he's going to make a move for a forward. Would it be Granlin, Raquel, Hall? I think it'd be one of those three maybe for a forward if he's thinking of forward. But, um, yeah, uh, I just don't think a defenseman is in our – at home, I mean, I think he's he's got his contract. It goes through next season, so we would have him for another year. But uh, he's a left shot as well. We don't really need left shots on this team. So I would go with a forward. I would go with a forward – because we are missing that top six guy. We are missing, I mean, Jumbo, can Jumbo play on the top six? I mean, for the entire game, do you want Jumbo Joe playing in your top six? I mean, maybe half the game, yeah. But then for the rest of the half, I would take him out, maybe swap him for a third line or fourth line guy. And that would be it for um, Jumbo Joe. But yeah, I don't see the least making a move for defenseman, and I pull the trigger on an offensive forward. Now, going back to if I think the Toronto Maple Leafs will win their um, North Division, I do think they'll win the North Division. And if Kyle Dubas does move, make a move to get a top six forward, that will put them against possibly, let's say, Washington, a team like Washington, a team like Tampa Bay, and a team like Vegas. So if you compare their top six to the Leafs' top six, I don't think you can say their top six are better than ours, the Toronto Maple Leafs. But, um, yeah, if Kyle Dubas does make a move for a top six forward, it's going to put them over the rest of those teams that I named, the top teams in each division. Um, but I think you need another top six guy to compete with Winnipeg because I think that's the biggest threat in their division. Uh, Winnipeg's got really good offensive side, but their defensive side also is lax, but their goaltending makes up for the defense. So I would make a move for a top six forward. Uh, you know Granlin can play the center and left wing. I, I think that's who Dubas is keen on. Maybe Taylor Hall. Um, he's got a home in Toronto. Maybe Taylor Hall. But they would have to retain some of the salary the Sabres would. And I've just seen that Jamie Vesey was claimed by the Vancouver Canucks. So he's he's gone. So yeah, 
you still got Patan that could take VC spots. So it's not that big of a worry, but uh, he wasn't really fitting in with us. And um, yeah, I think that the Leafs, uh, this, this is their year. Kyle Dubas looks like he's going all in. Um, if he makes this move for the forward, uh, I think they're legit cup contenders. And I'm looking forward to see the trade deadline when what Kyle Dubas does. Now, for um, the WWE WrestleMania, um, this WrestleMania, I believe, is actually having some fans. I'm not completely sure of the number. I think they said 20 to 25,000 fans. So the current match card states you've got Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion versus Edge. Uh, that's the big money match. Uh, I do think it's going to be turned into a triple threat with Daniel Bryan. As that's what it looks like they're going with on SmackDown. So I think the money match is the triple threat. Uh, if you want Edge to take the title from the Travel Chief, that's why you put Bryan in the match. You get Bryan to take the pin. Roman doesn't get the pin. He doesn't get any, any momentum that's stopped, and he doesn't get buried. Uh, so if you want Edge to take the championship, which... It looks like that's what they're going to do if Brian's in the match. Edge, Brian's, Edge pins Brian. But if it doesn't turn into a triple threat, I don't see, I don't want Edge to pin uh, Roman Reigns. It wouldn't look good on Roman Reigns on this run that he's been, uh, he's needed this for his career. Uh, he's been probably most hated superstar for the last few years uh, for this character. And he's finally got a good thing going. So I would keep this momentum. I don't see anyone hating on Roman Reigns recently. So Edge beating him, that I don't think that would be good for Roman Reigns' run. So Edge pinning Roman is worse for business. Uh, Edge pinning Brian, yeah, that's fine because Roman didn't get pinned. And Roman is the guy right now. So the triple threat, I'd say do that if you want Edge to win the title. If not, Roman should not get pinned by Edge. And now the WWE Championship. Uh, seems like Brock Lesnar is not coming back for WrestleMania. So you've got Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Bobby Lashley, I mean, he's deserved a WWE championship. You say what you want about him. He's deserved it. But Drew McIntyre, I think they're going to give him this opportunity to win the championship in front of some fans. Uh, obviously, due to COVID last year, he didn't get the championship moment at WrestleMania. So I think this is their chance to just give him give him that glory. Now, this is a match I'm looking forward to. Uh, the Women's Championship, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. That's going to be a really good match. Uh, two, two women that are really good wrestlers. Uh, but I do see Bianca Belair coming out on top. And um, I don't think the, I don't think Sasha will beat Bianca because Bianca's got all the momentum. And um, she looks like that she's next in line to take the championship. Now, this championship match, um, <laughs> the Raw Tag Team Championship, you got the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Now, this is Omos's debut. Um, this is, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. Can he, can he wrestle? Uh, I know that he was the bodyguard on the raw underground. So this is interesting. Um, yeah. So new day, you know, new day, they can, they can, they can work. AJ can work. Now Omos can Omos work. Um, that's the thing. But I think if the best thing that the WWE can do and Vince can do is merge the tag divisions, um, two different titles. I, I don't really like that. Because it seems like there's like the same two or three tag teams every single week on each show. Merge them. You'll get different fights, different. It'll feel more important. The tag titles don't feel important right now. The Raw and SmackDown, they don't feel important in tag team wrestling as they do in NXT. You see NXT, uh, it feels important. Um, 
So I would merge the divisions. Uh, and I see AJ probably and Omos winning the championship. Uh, they're, they're obviously, this is kind of a weird tag team to put the titles on, but I don't see AJ getting pinned at WrestleMania. And uh, these are some predict- pr- predictions. So you've got Asuka and Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, this is a rematch from WrestleMania 34. I would like to see Asuka get this win, but Charlotte Flair is, is like the Roman Reigns of the women's division. Um, I don't think that she's going to get pinned. Asuka, Asuka does deserve the She shouldn't have lost at WrestleMania 34. So uh, I hope she goes over in this match. Seems like no Becky or no Ronda as well this year. So this WrestleMania is looking interesting. Um, there's a lot of opportunity. So another prediction looks like Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Now, the one thing I hope that comes out of this match is Miz and Morrison splitting. I want John Morrison to get his singles run. I think The Miz is just... I, I just don't think The Miz is in a championship... Like a championship caliber type of superstar anymore. John Morrison can fight. John Morrison can wrestle. Uh, I hope he doesn't take the pinfall. If you want Priest and Bunny, yeah, to get the wrestling moment, pin Miz. But maybe get it a messy finish that the two get into some kind of argument, cause someone lose the match, cost the other person. But please split them up, please. And the Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Now, on Raw, this has been a kind of weird storyline. Um, this is. I know that Fastlane's got a match between Randy and Alexa, so let's see how that goes. Um, the Fiend has not been seen since he's been lit on fire. So Alexa's made Randy's life miserable on Raw. Um, she promised the Fiend will be reborn, and this is going to be another match at WrestleMania, another uh, number two. I believe they wrestled at WrestleMania thirty-three. Uh, Randy went over so I think the fiend goes over hopefully don't bring him back as like the same kind of look give him a different look make him at least someone important because he has not been important on the show he's been buried by way too many people and uh, this is your chance now Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman I, I'm not really looking forward to this match Shane and Braun I'm not they, they <laughs> this is just not a match that I'm interested in um, Shane McMahon I don't think should be on the card I think it takes an opportunity away from another superstar, but um, nonetheless, I think Braun Strowman, there's no, yeah, there's no doubt. He goes over in this match. Uh, and now the Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Apollo. This is this is a good storyline. I like Apollo Crews' new gimmick. Uh, I think he wins this match at, at the uh, at the pay-per-view, WrestleMania. But uh, Big, he's done some good work with this new heel change. I know Paul Heyman's helped him out a bit, so give him the title. He deserves it. The U.S. title, Riddle versus Keith Lee. Um, Keith Lee has had no direction on the main roster, so give him the title. Give him some direction. He has, looked, he has not looked good out there. So Riddle and Keith Lee, they can, they've shared the ring before uh, in NXT. So taking it to the big stage would give them some great in-ring action and highlights. Uh, give them some spotlight, but give Keith Lee the title. Give him some direction. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, current champs Ziggler and Rude. Do they go for the Street Profits? I mean, have we seen that? <laughs> um, again, I think that the Street Profits should take the title. They're they're good workers. Bobby Roode has not got his main roster run. Uh, he probably never will, but he was amazing in NXT. I mean, that match with Drew McIntyre, I take over Brooklyn 3. That was a great match. 
and he's done some great work with Shinsuke Nakamura. Another guy, Shinsuke Nakamura, who should have won the title 34, but I mean, <laughs> NXT talent keeps getting buried. And um, the giant, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, we're not sure that if it's going to be there. And the Women's Battle Royal, will it be there? I'm not so sure. But uh, no one has declared yet, so I'm just going to leave that in the open. Now for Fastlane, um, you've got Biggie and Apollo. Maybe there's a there's a messy finish that results in a WrestleMania match. You've got Bliss and Norton. Uh, maybe the Fiend comes back, and then the big match is um, Roman Roman Reigns defending the Universal Title against Daniel Bryan. Um, if they want Brian to get in this match, maybe Jay Uso or both Usos come back and cost them the match. I could see that happening. The Usos return, help Reigns, and then get Brian in that triple threat at WrestleMania. That's my prediction. And um, and uh, now to the NXT side, they've got a two day, the first ever two day NXT takeover stand and deliver now. The NHC Championship Finn Balor. It looks like he's going to defend it against Karrion Cross, who never lost the championship. Um, this is this is your big money match. This is this is going to tear the house down. This is this is legit the WrestleMania the NXT takeover. Um, Cross should go over. I mean, he never lost the title. He's had all this heat, all this momentum. So this is going to be a great match. And I don't see Finn winning this match. I think Cross is the guy for NXT. He never lost the title. He suffered an injury, so give him the title. And um, it looks like since the tag team championships, the women's tag team championships were introduced, it looks like Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez, she dropped the titles. She may be going for Io Shirai. She looks like she's, they're getting ready for that match. And uh, there's going to be a lot of title changes, it looks like. So Io Shirai could lose this match, go to the main roster. And uh, Raquel Gonzalez looks like she's the next one in line for the championship. And this is the big match I'm looking forward to as well. Um, Adam Cole, Versus Kyle Riley. Now, this has got an undisputed era breakup all written all over it. Um, I feel that I would give this to O'Reilly because I think Adam Cole looks like he's ready for the main roster. So I would give the win to O'Reilly. But where does this leave Roger Strong and Bobby Fish? Um, Roger Strong should be fine. He's got the charisma, he's got the in ring work. But Bobby Fish, I'm not so sure. But this is going to be a good match. I would get all four members involved in this match and just somehow this is going to be good. Um, but I see Kyle Riley going over and staying in NXT. Maybe he goes for carrying cross next. Uh, and the women's tag team championships, uh, you've got Blackheart and Moon, the champions. Maybe Candlest Lorraine and Indy Hartwell. Uh, they look like a tag team. We're not so sure where they're going to go. They just won the tag team title, so I'll leave that on the open. And um, Johnny Gargano is the NXT American championship. It looks like Dexter Loomis he's in a feud. Um, Dexter, I mean, there's going to be a lot of title changes. I'd give this to Dexter Loomis. Johnny Gargano, he's been the face of NXT. He's probably the greatest NXT wrestler of all time. So is he finally going to go to the main roster? I believe so. Uh, this is his chance to go to the main roster. Dexter Loomis, he looks like he's next in line for the American Championship, North American. So I'd give it to him. And the tag team championships, you got the champs, Oni Larkin and Danny Burch versus MSK. MSK just won the Dusty Tag uh, Team Classic, Dusty Road Tag Team Classic, so give them the championship. They're, they beat uh, Oni Larkin and Danny Birch, so uh, I think they beat them again. Take the tag team titles and go on to face the next tag team in line. Uh, 
Now, will Walter defend his UK championship? I think he should. You've got two days. You've got possibly 10 matches in the two days. So do you want him to go after maybe Ciampa, maybe Thatcher? So I'd say Ciampa is the money match. You want to have your big matches during this pay-per-view. I think Triple H wants his big matches during this pay-per-view. So Ciampa and Walter would be a great match. And uh, he's making a statement next week. So um, it only makes sense for him to defend the title on the TakeOver event. But the uh, only thing is the two-week quarantine. So uh, that's something to look out for. And um, yeah, that looks like it's it for today. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, stay tuned for the next one. And I will see you guys soon.